going on you guys my name is justin but you can call me jay swag and welcome back to another episode of sports talk with swag appreciate you stopping by giving a listen and hanging out with us here on this wednesday snowy wednesday um i gotta be honest this is my second time recording this because we did the live episode which we will eventually get to but um my mic was not recording the entire time only megan's microphone was recording um and you could not hear me at all so I didn't realize that until about 25 minutes into the episode. So first of all, I sincerely apologize. Um, that was just a big brain fart on my part. Uh, not used to having a second mic on, so I was only recording Megan's and not both of ours. Um, so if you want to hear the full original episode in its entirety, you can head over to our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Swag, and you can watch the live stream um, from this episode. And you'll get the full original episode. But if not, um, you can stick around here and I'll just give you a brief uh, overview of what we talked about before um, when my mic was not recording because I'm not I'm honestly not going to give all the same exact context that I did before because I don't want to re-record 25 more minutes because I would lose my voice. Um, but essentially, we just talked about the Men's Royal Rumble. Um Went over the potential returns. You know, we have current WWE contracted talent who could be returning from uh, injury, which would be the big three would be Randy Orton, Matt Riddle, and Big E. Um, not a whole lot of other people who are currently out injured. Um, but yeah, and then the big potential returns to the company um, would be... <clears throat> Well, not returns, but just surprises would be um, Jay White making his debut from New Japan. Uh, his contract is apparently, supposedly up with New Japan and is looking to return stateside. So potential for him to perform for the WWE now. Um, the great Muta making a one-off appearance from New Japan, or from Pro Wrestling Noah in his retirement uh, tour that he's kind of going through right now. Uh, potential, you know, have him make an appearance, um, get him in a WWE ring before eventually inducting him to the WWE Hall of Fame this year, uh, just for his accomplishments and, um, you know, what he's given to the pro wrestling world in general. Um, outside of that, I, uh, we didn't really see any potential forbidden door entrance to the men's rumble. Um, outside of that, the only other one I think I said was possible was Chris Masters. Um, not currently signed, <clears throat> excuse me, to any major companies. He's kind of just been on the indies for a little while. <clears throat> and he has talked about wanting to return to the WWE, wanting to be in the Rumble. So it's a, it's a possibility, but he also hinted, on Twitter last week that he had yet to be contacted about it. So he was saying it's probably pretty unlikely that it'll be happening, but you never know. It's a possibility. Um, and then obviously the rock is the biggest rumor to be returning. And, um, you know, I kind of just spoke about how 
I don't think it makes much sense for him to to be in the Rumble, let alone win it, and then challenge Roman Reigns. It just doesn't make sense for me. It takes away from someone getting the rub of winning the Royal Rumble. He doesn't need a Rumble win to justify getting a match with the with Roman Reigns. It can just be like, you know, who's the real head of the table? Who's the real tribal chief? Um, doesn't even have to be for a title. Um, it sells itself. It's the rock versus Roman reigns. So, you know, kind of spoke about that. And then, um, I basically said my pick for the rumble is Cody Rhodes. That's my prediction to win the men's rumble. It's the boring safe pick, but for me, it just makes the most sense. And I would love to see it happen. Um, you know, I don't think Sami Zayn should be in the Royal rumble at all, or else you're going to have a situation where the fans turn on Cody Rhodes because they would rather Sami Zayn win. Um, and it's a similar situation with the rock where Sammy doesn't need to win the rumble. And especially when that would mean he wins the rumble, which means he's already split from the bloodline. And then, you know, we have two and a half to three months of building to the match at WrestleMania, where it feels like that eventual match between him and Roman should be built a lot quicker and more almost impulsive kind of thing. Reactionary. So, Megan then pitched her idea of um, of Solo winning the Men's Rumble. Her heart wants Finn Balor to win because he is her favorite, but her mind is picking Solo. He enters and wins the Rumble with the sole intention of keeping anyone else from challenging Roman Reigns um, and you know, just winning it so that no one else does. But then maybe a couple weeks to a couple months down the line... Um, some derision starts occurring and he decides, you know what? No, I am going to challenge you and, uh, for him to actually win and be the one who dethrones Roman Reigns. So that was also a great idea that I liked. Um, and that is her pick. If you want to get her full pitch on it again, head over to the Facebook page and watch the live stream. Um, you'll get her full pitch for it and her thoughts, um, and just more, in-depth dialogue about the men's rumble. Um, but that was all we talked about before we realized the recording issue. So I will send it over to that now. So we will finish up with the rest of the live episode that was recorded. So, okay. Apologize. Apologies to the audio listeners. You may have been hearing me a lot quieter that whole time through Megan's mic. Oops. Whatever. Uh, uh, whatever. <clears throat> I'm just going to move right along. <clears throat> Deal with it later. So, well, there's no way to deal with it except for just re-recording the entire episode, which I'm not doing. So, sorry, more uh, reason for you to just tune into the live stream. Anyways, <laughs> um, so you have Solo. I have Solo. And I have Cody Rhodes. But nice. an important part of me having Solo winning is that Karrion Cross immediately Gotcha. Not even by Solo, but just no, no, immediately. No. Yeah, just that's whoever. Very, very important to who wins. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Wait, who else is in the match? Here's your list. Okay, so he gets immediately... Lots of dead air here. Uh, Kofi <laughs> Kingston. He gets immediately eliminated by Kofi. Cool. All right, moving on. The Women's Royal Rumble. Um... Same deal. Don't have to go through all the context or setting it up, but um, only seven entrants confirmed, uh, which is just confusing and doesn't make sense because it's like, 
why are you announcing more for the men's? And there's also more than likely less surprises for the women's rumble. So it's like either like don't announce like anyone or announce like 25 of them. Um, I just don't really get it. But anyways, those who have been announced for the women's rumble are Liv Morgan, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zelina Vega, and Emma. Um, Who's Emma? She's recently returned to the company. She's been in and out of the company for about 10 to 12 years. Um, they haven't really done much with her since she came back. So, Is she good? She's very technically good, but they just haven't given her anything to do since she came back, and they haven't Got given it. her much of a character. Cool. Um, so it's been a little bit of like a... It's been a letdown. A stagnant, yeah, a stagnant return. Um, so <clears throat> in terms of, ooh, we got a comment here real quick. They're going to have Cody Rhodes come out at 29 to 30. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have initially thought that, especially like I would have initially thought that if they had announced his return, because that's typically when, if you're going to have a big surprise, like 29 to 30 is like a, a obviously a key number because it's, like, oh my gosh, it's like the last person who could it possibly be. Um, so I would have thought that. But after they announced him to be confirmed for the match, I was like, I think it's more likely that he would be number one or number two. Mm-hmm. And then have him be the Iron Man and like survive the entire match. Um, and a lot of people are thinking that it's going to be him and Seth Rollins at one and two um, to kind of rekindle but then also close the book on that rivalry. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it still wouldn't surprise me if they haven't come out as one of the last ones just because he's such a big deal. But all right, the Women's Rumble, people coming back from injury, I don't think there's any women out right now with injury. There's a bunch of potential returns from people who just haven't, been seen in a little bit so yeah. there's um natalia um oh my gosh i can't even remember her name lacey evans mm. who's getting like her 20th repackage um there's um i had another one in my mind who was it oh oscar um <clears throat> Oscar returning. It's looking like she may be coming back as a heel with her um her much darker uh character from when she was working in Japan. Let's go. So I'm here for that. <laughs> she's my she's my dark horse candidate to win, actually, to return with that character and win. Um let's go. Triple Oscar. H Triple H has always been a huge fan of hers. She never lost once when she was in NXT um under him so she's my dark horse she's not my pick but she's my dark horse to win um but so she's another potential return um mickey james i think is again a potential forbidden door she is still in impact and is still on good terms with the company so wouldn't shock me to see her make another appearance um also Potential Forbidden Door would be Kyrie, who is the current uh, New Japan women's wrestling, women's champion. 
um, who used to work for the company a couple of years ago, also still on very good terms with them. And that would be a potential, you know, another kind of partnership thing with them in, in new Japan. Um, but I think the biggest potential return and the biggest rumored one is Naomi, obviously. Um, it seems like she's headed back to WWE. We've been hearing rumors for a couple months now that she was back with the company. She's not. She signed a contract. She hasn't. They have plans for her. They don't. So no one actually knows like what the deal is and what is actually happening. But she, I think, is like The Rock, is like the biggest rumor and the most talked about for the women's one. I mean, you could throw Mercedes Monet in there as well, formerly known as Sasha Banks. Um, but I think, I think she's done with them for a little while. I think, I mean, she's, she's in new Japan. Like she's, I think for her, it'd be too soon. She's with them. She was rumored. People thought she might be going to AEW. I don't think she's going there either. I think she's kind of just doing her tour of, I'm going to go wherever I want and wrestle whoever I want, whoever, who I've always wanted to and remind everyone that I'm the best in the world. And then, you know, maybe three years down the line, she'll return to the company. Um, but I think the WWE is viewing it similarly how they viewed Dean Ambrose, now known as John Moxley in AEW, where his contract was running up. The WWE, more specifically Vince McMahon, um, like Dean Ambrose, like did not want to renew his contract and said, I don't want to renew my contract. I don't want a new one. And they thought he was just going to go off and shoot a movie and then come back and re-sign with the company. But he like never told them that, and that was never his plan, and he did not lead them on. He like didn't have his contract renewed and then immediately went over to New Japan and then to AEW, where he is now their top star. Um, and I think they've, they are maybe getting in the same trap with Sasha here, or Mercedes, because... Uh, supposedly the thought was she's going to, what did they say? Like, she's basically just like going to go get this out of her system, do a couple of dates and then she'll be back in the WWE in no time. And I'm just like, I think you're, I think you're wrong. I think you're going way too confidently into this and thinking too highly of yourselves. Um, like I think she, I think there's more of a chance that she'll never come to WWE again yeah. than to be back within 2023. Um, you can't like mistreat someone to that extent and then like not, not show any effort to like reconcile it really. And I understand that. And then think that they're going to come crawling back. There was a regime change and the current regime is not the one who disrespected her. But still. In most ways. But when they they, did at the end, there were contract negotiations and, um, they didn't lowball her, but she was asking for the same amount that. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair were getting, and they... But she deserves. Yes, absolutely. Let's be clear. Um, but they were not willing to give that to her. So I think, yeah, yeah. she's definitely like, okay, fine, I'm going to go make that money, and you'll either learn, and you'll give me more next right. time you offer me something, or... Um, or you won't. Or you won't, and <laughs> see you when I see somewhere you. somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We have another couple comments. Is Keith Lee really injured or is he, is he coming back to WWE? No, I think he's actually injured. I think he's still under contract for like two or three more years with AEW. And from what we've seen 
with how Tony Khan has handled stuff like that. Um, I don't think he has any intention of letting anyone out of their contracts. And if they do, then it's going to be the same as Regal where, okay, fine. You are out of your contract and you can work for them, but you can't appear on screen for a year. Um, so I would not expect Keith Lee to show up. Um, I only see Naomi winning if she joins the bloodline and wins the belt, but that won't happen. I can't tell you how badly I do want that to happen. <laughs> I've been wanting that to happen since before she walked out of the company um, for her to join the bloodline and yeah. to eventually become the new head of the table and kind oh, of let's go. run the comp- run the, the group. Um, that would be amazing. I think it would have worked so well. I think it still could work well, but I don't know what their plans are for her. Um, but yeah, so outside of that, I think those are all the potential surprises for the women's rumble. Um, <clears throat> so my pick again, it's a boring one, Yeah. but I'm going with Rhea Ripley again. I think she's the odds on favorite. I think everyone's expecting her to win and to then challenge and beat Bianca Belair at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's Championship in an absolute smasher of a match. Um, I just think it makes sense. It seems like she's gotten a renewed push since Triple H took over. She's kind of got this new energy to her and has been back to her dominating ways. And I think she's going to kind of just like clear house in the Rumble set a new record for the most eliminations in a single rumble match. I'd be cool with that. And yeah, go on to defeat Bianca at WrestleMania. But what about you? I, my heart, heart, my heart would like for it to be Asuka Mm. as a heel, dark, scary, love it. I adore Asuka. She's like one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Not that that means anything from a new fan, but I adore her and I would love to see that. Um, I think it would be incredible for Naomi to come back and like dominate and take the WWE by storm. I would absolutely love that. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Asuka, come on. That would be amazing. Um, So my brain is going to want Naomi Mm -hmm. to be... The winner. Oh my gosh. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's like a twisted clown kind of gimmick. Um, and she's incredible. She's so good. Uh Naomi is also so good though, so I think that would be really cool, well deserved. Your heart um, wants a lot from this women's rumble. It really does. It always does. <laughs> my I would also like Naomi because as you know, a sad way to leave the company, a great way to come back, and then also immediately get that push back. Yeah back right. into where she belongs i think would be really cool um oscar obviously already has that respect within the company so wouldn't need that push as much but i think it would be really cool for naomi so that's why my brain says that but what i actually think like what i think they're gonna do is what you said ria ria yeah. yeah which i'm also okay with like i think it's the most boring option it. but she does deserve it and she is very talented so it would be great. Ooh, they need to stop playing and give it to Raquel over Ripley. I, I, I see what you're saying. I'm not sold on Raquel yet. I was, I never watched a ton of NXT, so I didn't get to see her kind of dominating run down there. And, um, Vince wasn't doing anything with her. So 
for right now, it just seems like she's still just like the nice girl who has back muscles. Um, <laughs> and I just, I need to be sold more, but her having a dominating or a good showing in the rumble and winning it would definitely be a good help for that for me personally. So, but maybe she could just pull a Bianca from 2019 or 17 or I don't remember whenever that was and just dominate the whole time. Yeah. Just not win. And then we're all angry about it, forcing them to give us more of her. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a good shout. A very good move. I think either way, I think her, I do think a lot rides on her performance in the rumble for the fans moving forward of if they're, Mm -hmm. they'll buy into her because we've, she's had some good showings and some championship matches against Rousey, um, in the past couple months, you know, she had the tag run with, um, Aliyah, which was fine. So she's been featured, but I feel like a lot of people just aren't totally sold on her and give her a space to shine. Give her the space to shine and give her a heel turn, honestly. I just, like, she doesn't, for me, work as a baby face. Um, Plus, the best ones are always heels. They typically are. (laughs) Yeah. Um, In my opinion. So, there you go. So, I have, we technically both have Rhea. We technically both have Rhea. For for the Women's Rumble. Um, All right. Next up, we have Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight in the... Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. I love how it's officially called the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match because it's the event is sponsored by Mountain Dew and they're like, we'll give you $2 million, but you have to name one of the matches after us and one of our drinks. And they're like, sure. So the Pitch Black match, we know nothing about. They're marketing it as we know nothing about this match. Um... And it's basically just going to be a a no disqualification match, um, is my guess. Um, maybe the lights will go out a couple times, but it's just going to be a glorified no DQ match. Um, Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. We have no idea what version of Bray Wyatt we're going to get. We don't know if it's going to be the Bray we've been seeing on our TVs. Is it going to be Uncle Howdy? Is it going to be The Fiend? Is it going to be um, Cult Leader Bray? Is Uncle Howdy going to get involved? Is Alexa Bliss going to get involved? Um, there's so much potential, and they need to deliver on a decent amount of it for this match to uh, be a success for a lot of people because since his return, the Bray storyline has been, well, specifically with LA Knight, has been an extremely slow burn in most people's eyes. Um, for those who are fine with more long-term cinematic storytelling, myself included, they've been able to handle it more. It still is moving slow for me, but not as slow as for other people. But they need to have some definite payoffs here um, and reveals here in this uh, match because... It's just, it's a little too much uh, teasing, a little too much titillating without delivering. Um, At least in 1899, they're giving you substance while you wait. (laughs) Okay. Very niche reference there (laughs) that I don't think any of my (laughs) listeners are going to get, but. um, If it's going to be a slow burn, I'll explain it. If it's going to be a slow burn, you better add more material than what they've been adding. Hashtag renew 1899. That's right. Anyways, um, 
we need to, yeah, we need to like move along here a little bit. So that being said, we have no idea who or what is going to get involved in this match. We have no idea what version of Bray Wyatt we're going to see. Um, that's kind of all the context I have for this match. So who do you, who do you have winning it? Um, I think if Bray doesn't win it, then it's a, a huge disappointment because kind of to the point of the slow burn is like, we don't even really understand his character yet. We don't really know what they're doing with him yet. And it's just like establish something more concrete about him and then, and then have him win because it's, I'm honestly like infuriated with it. Like mm-hmm. I, I am all for like trying to create a very cinematic thing, but that's not what they're doing. They're just like, it almost feels like they haven't decided themselves and they're trying to buy time. <laughs> which is really frustrating. I also think the thing with Alexa Bliss is really frustrating because it's just like going back, maybe going back to what it was, which is also frustrating because that's like, why are we pushing like a toxic romance if there's no point? Like they already had this thing where she's aware that it was toxic and then we're just going to go, I don't know. It just seems messy and silly and they better, I don't know. I don't think she should be involved unless she's kicking his butt. Hmm. And um, I think that would be interesting if they went from that dynamic. And I think Bray, if Bray doesn't win, then it's just another downfall in this too long storyline, maybe. Yeah. But I think there's a potential for, I think they could definitely get away with LA Knight winning the match in like 90 seconds because, and then it leads to a lot of different payoff with the Bray character and storyline and Uncle Howdy and Alexa Bliss and all that stuff. And it's just like, there was way too much going on, too much distraction. LA Knight's in the ring with Bray and then is able to just like hit his moves and then just like win the match. And then he's just like really confused with what just happened. And it's just like, uh, I don't know what's happening, but like, okay, I guess we're done here. And then it, we kind of then get more payoffs on the other side of things. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but I think there's definitely a possibility for them to do that. And for LA Knight to get a quick win. Mm. But my guess is we're going to have, um, Bray Wyatt win the match. I wouldn't be surprised if we get an appearance from The Fiend. Um, wouldn't be surprised if we get an appearance from one or more of the Firefly Funhouse characters come to life. Uh, we'll definitely get an appearance from Uncle Howdy. I don't know if we'll get the reveal of who it is under the mask. Yeah. Um, this is another one where where this match falls on the card affects, I think, what could happen then in the... Raw Women's Championship match between Bianca and Alexa. Mm, yeah. Um, so, like we've like we've mentioned, obviously potential there for her to get involved somehow. But there's also also the potential for there to be involvement in her match. Um, so we'll see. But I think either way, we both have Bray Wyatt winning here. Um, it's about LA Knight. WWE bid bad with that months without Wyatt and his first match is against LA Knight. Like really, I, <laughs> I, I see you again. I see your point, but I disagree. I actually really like LA Knight, and I think we've gotten some really fun, entertaining promos and segments between the two of them. 
I think it's a shame that, well, not a shame, but it's a little bit of a bummer that at this point, LA Knight is more so being used to promote Bray Wyatt when we should be getting people used to promote LA Knight. Right. But he was... Um, it's kind of like and, a disservice to both of them, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree and disagree because I think it's also been good for both of them because we have gotten some really entertaining segments and we've gotten to see both of them shine and they do work well with each other, um, like on the mic and in promos. And I do think... I Like, I'm not at all concerned for LA Knight and his position on the card because... Um, I think Triple H views him very highly. And the fact that he was just involved in a segment with The Undertaker on Raw 30, I think speaks a lot to how they view him. Um, so, yeah, I'm not overly worried for him, but I do hope that we can move on to greener pastures for both of them. So, next up, Roman Reigns defending the undisputed WWE Universal Championship against Kevin Owens. Um, so I'll go ahead and get my prediction out of the way right now. It's Roman Reigns <laughs> retaining, right? Mine is Roman Reigns. Yeah. Although my heart wants teddy bear. Sure. Of course. Who doesn't want Kevin Owens to be a world champion once again in the WWE? It's yeah. long overdue. He we absolutely deserves it. And he should have a title reign by the end of 2023. He's a local hero. Um, and not local. Um, but yeah, but you know, at this point, the timing, especially with WrestleMania on the horizon, Sammy, Cody Rhodes, The Rock, also on the horizon. Obviously, you can't have Kevin Owens winning there. But like I was saying earlier, where this match falls on the card will be interesting. How the bloodline and in, gets involved or doesn't get involved mm-hmm. will be interesting. Obviously, Sammy Zayn's part will we get? Will we get the the split here with him finally? officially teaming and siding with Kevin Owens or will we see him, you know, screw Kevin Owens over once again to try to continually prove his loyalty to the bloodline. And we get the turn later. I don't know, but I think, I think it'll be a great match. I think it'll be super entertaining. They've put on some good matches historically, but I think we'll also get more storyline developments as well with the bloodline and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good match, but but ultimately, as has been the case for two years with Roman's matches, not much else to talk about. Like Roman will win. Roman wins. And then the last car match. La- the and then the last match, match on the card, uh, according to Wikipedia, Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss. Um, this has been an interesting one. Finally, some life to Alexa Bliss and her character, even if it's going to a character that people don't want her to be going back to. But it was a it was an interesting character that she was. I'm gonna say that. Like I did really love it when she was that character. I enjoyed seeing her be like this more dark, like crazy mystical character. But I just don't like the the way we're getting back to it, basically. That's all. Feels a little forced. Feels for not necessarily forced actually, but just like in bad taste almost if that makes sense like they had this whole thing with bianca about her being like oh i was abused blah 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 she's just like don't do that and then have her go back to that character like have it be something a little bit less problematic maybe well they could still be doing that though they could but it doesn't it just doesn't feel i don't know it feels a little bit like 
I guess maybe it does feel forced. Could be a red herring, too. It could be a red herring. I kind of hope it is. I think that would be really dope. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I don't. I liked the character as well. So I don't mind them going back to it. Um, I think, like I said, it's given new life to her. Because since she went away from that character, she's had no character whatsoever. And she's just mm-hmm. been fairly boring to watch. Um, because I think she, she doesn't do well as a baby face with no character Mm-mm. as most people don't, but some people can naturally, like, you know, someone like a Cody Rhodes is just like a natural baby face. He's just, a you know, I love pro wrestling. My family's it's in my blood. I just love doing this. Everything I do is for my father, blah, 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 whatever you buy it. But not everyone has that about them. Um, and she just she's so good at being a heel. She's always worked so well as a heel. Yeah. And um, I guess I just I would have liked her to return to the character as more of like her returning to the character mm-hmm. and not like oh he's back now mm-hmm. I'm this character again. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been way more interesting if it was just like this is who I am now and yeah. not he's back I have to be this person because it's just like she. She can stand alone, and I don't like her getting reassociated with someone when she doesn't need to be. Like mm. she's so powerful on her own. Not to be like a feminist over here. Well, <laughs> no, it's I just don't think like, there's anything wrong with that. She's so good on her own, and I think she deserves to have a character that is like, separate from someone else. Separate from someone else, and I loved that character. And it there was there is a way that they can still do that too of like her being that character, but it being her own thing and not associated with him. We want her character to pass the Bechdel test. We sure do. <laughs> That's fair. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I think either way though, regardless of what happens, where they're going with it, I have Bianca retaining. But yeah, me too. Yeah. I would love to see Alexa as champion again, and I wouldn't have even minded if she was the one to beat Bianca, but not with how we've gotten there. And with, again, with where we're heading with WrestleMania, it would make a lot more sense for Bianca to be defending the title at WrestleMania as opposed to Alexa at this point with where we're at now. But what if this matches first? If things had gone differently. This matches first. Uh Alexa loses. Mm -hmm. Alexa enters the Rumble, wins. We get a second shot. They get to develop the story to be more interesting. She wins at WrestleMania. Yeah, but that goes against what I'm saying with Rhea. I know. But they could totally. Oh, no, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't hate that. Um, It'd be pretty much exactly what they did last year with Brock, though, Mm. where he lost his title match, entered the Rumble, won it. And And I didn't like that. Right. Well, I I think part of why everyone didn't like that was because it was Brock. That's true. But we won't dislike it as much with Alexa. It's just the Wyatt Six is taking too long to form together. Yeah, I agree. If that's even where we're going, because that's not even like confirmed or even rumored at this point of like where we're heading. I would love for that to be where we're going. But yeah, it is just like they just need to like pick up the pace a little bit, I think. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so I think we both had Bianca retaining here at the Rumble. Yeah. So those are all the matches on the card. Um, Again, I really don't think they'll add one more um if they do i'll make sure to add my prediction to it for the post that goes live on saturday on social media um 
But yeah, like I said, overall, I'm very much looking forward to this pay-per-view and not just for the namesake matches, but I think we're going to get some really cool, fun developments in the Bray Wyatt stuff, the Alexa Bliss stuff, and the Bloodline stuff. So Mm -hmm. I think every match is going to have some good storyline development as well as just some really fun, good professional wrestling taking place. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun to see what Triple H does with our yeah, favorite. I'm yeah, I'm very excited. I I just have so much more faith in him. Yeah. To make good decisions, not to like make the decisions that I want to see, but just like to make good decisions. Like I don't think we ever would have seen. Yeah. We would not have gotten a Royal Rumble as bad as last year under Triple H's tenure. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. With that being said, um, make sure you guys follow the podcast on social media. Um, Facebook is Sports Talk with Swag. That's where we do the video live streams every week, every Wednesday. Um, Instagram is Sports Talk with Swag. Twitter is STWS Cast. That's where I'm the most active. Um, so you can see my thoughts on all things sports, current events, um, stuff like that. You can write an email to Sports Talk with Swag at gmail.com. I always read those. Um, you know, if you have any feedback or questions or anything like that, shoot me an email. Um, you can listen to the audio format of this show on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Stitcher, Google, anywhere you get podcasts, you can listen to the show. Um, anywhere you can also give us a five-star rating. We appreciate the feedback, but make sure it's five stars or else. No four stars. You're going to be entering number one in both the men's and women's Royal Rumbles. You have to compete in both from the number one spot. Um, and that's just no fun for anyone. So just give us the five stars and you can just watch it like a fan, like the rest of us. So with that being said, I want to thank Megan for hopping on and being our guest. Uh, you did a great job. Thank you. Um, and I want to thank everyone else for listening to the show and for hanging out with us in the live stream. I appreciate your comments. Uh, I love this being interactive. So thank you for supporting the show as always. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Well